Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Acid indigestion, that's the time for Tums. Always keep them handy, always carry Tums. No water, glass, or spoon. Take a morning, night, or noon. Buy some Tums. Try some Tums. Tums. Yes, when acid indigestion strikes, that's the time for Tums. Nothing else is so handy to have around when some favorite food or too much eating and smoking makes your stomach act up. Because Tums start to neutralize excess stomach acid immediately. Bring on-the-spot relief in record-fast time. There's no waiting for water, glasses, or spoon. Just pop a couple of Tums in your mouth the next time you suffer from acid indigestion, heartburn, or sour stomach. See how quickly relief comes. Suffering from heartburn. Spend a dime for Tums. Get on-the-spot relief with T-U-M-S Tums. McGee dug it up in the backyard yesterday, Mr. Wimple. Strangest looking old bone you ever saw. My goodness. Where is it? Well, he and Dr. Gamble are downtown with it now. The doctor thinks it's a dinosaur bone. A dinosaur? Yes. Anyway, the doctor is taking McGee to show the fossil to a friend of his, a professor who's an authority on such things. And if you hadn't have been with me yesterday when I dug this bone up, Doc, I'd have thrown the thing away. I know. I can just hear you saying to yourself, if you can't make soup with it, what good is it? Sure. <laughs> but gee whiz, if this really is a, what you think it is, Doc, this might... Li- what did you say the professor's name is? Von Kleinmetz. Kleinmetz. Yeah, he can take a look at that fossil and tell you all about it. Good. I won't be able to stay. I'll just have time to introduce you two and then beat it to the hospital. I'm late. No, that's okay. Don't worry about me, boy. I'm sure I and the prop will find plenty to talk about. Press the buzzer, will you? And, and don't drop that bone. Okay. 12.45 already. If I don't get to that hospital in the next ten minutes, I'm in trouble. Patient on the operating table or something? No, but Miss Cuddleton gets off duty at one, and it's the last chance I'll have to ask her for a date till Friday when she goes on the afternoon shift. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cuddleton, huh? Yep. Boy, I didn't realize how urgent this hospital business is, Doc. <laughs> Imagine you taking time off from chasing a nurse down the hall just to come over here with me. I do appreciate this, George. Oh, shut up. I'm not doing this for you. It's for science and my own curiosity. I'm as anxious as you are to find out. Darn it, I wonder why he doesn't answer that door. I'll hit it again. Incidentally, I forgot to tell you, the old boy is kind of absent-minded. Not bad, you know, but a little eccentric sometimes. Ah, Professor von Kleinmetz. Uh, Dr. Gamble. Ah, then it was the door. Ah, such an argument I had with that crazy telephone operator. I said, you buzzed me? She said, we don't buzz, sir, we ring. I said, most people you ring, but me just now you buzzed. Well, there's no sense standing here talking about it all morning. Uh, Do you mind if I come in? Just a little eccentric, huh? Yeah. Oh, Professor, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine. McGee is his name. Fibber McGee. 
McGee, this is Professor von Kleinmetz. How do you do, Mr. Mr. McGee has found a very unusual bone specimen, Professor, so I brought him to you, our leading paleontology expert, to see... Oh, a paleontology expert, huh? Well, that's a coincidence. So am I. Come in, come in. I'll go get my forceps and bifocals. Mm. Uh, they should be most interesting. Uh, look, Doc, do you have to go? I- I'd feel much better if you could come oh, with me. Oh, Von Kleinmetz is all right. Yeah. Just show him that fossil you have there, and once he's on familiar ground, he's okay. Oh, Professor. Yes, Doctor. I-, I have to get back to the hospital. I hope you'll excuse me if I don't join you and Mr. McGee in your discussion, but I'll be busy until three. Three? Oh, I was just going to say so. Let's live a little. You two make yourselves at home. Sit right there on the mummy case. I'll go put some on. Oh, my papa, to me he was so wunderbar. Oh, my papa. (laughs) Where do you meet these people, Fatso? You want to find out whether that bone is a fossil or not, don't you? Mm. Well, he's the only man I know who... Ah, what was that? Just his clock, Jumpy. Mm. There it is on the mantle there. The one set in that old jawbone. I've got to run. You let me know what he says, you hear? I'll see you later. Yeah, but, Doc, I... But, 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 uh... Now, Mr. McGee, you and I, we have a nice long talk while I tell you my adventures. Yeah. And remind me before you leave, I must show you my collection of shrunken heads. Sure. Oh, some very interesting... There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Here's good news for the woman who wants a career in a well-paying profession. Right now, this country can use an additional 50,000 nurses. They are urgently needed to serve humanity in hospitals and private duty, in teaching and research, in the Veterans Administration and the Armed Forces. Yes, today the number of trained nurses lags far behind the requirements of our country. Perhaps you, as a career seeker, have questioned the cost and adequacy of a nursing education. The fact is a nurse's training entails a professional education at far less expense than four years of university. It offers a curriculum which includes such fascinating studies as psychology, sociology, and chemistry. And upon graduation, the student becomes a registered nurse and in some schools obtains a Bachelor of Science degree as well. The basic requirements are high school graduation and good health and character. If you would like to have additional information, contact your nearest hospital or write to Nursing Careers in care of your postmaster. Well, after traveling in Egypt for six years, digging in the tombs of the pharaohs, I said to myself, Morty, young man? Hmm? Oh, no, no. But look, Professor, uh, about this bone, you, you still have... I said to myself, Otto, I said, you are a dumb cop. <sighs> For six years now, you are digging here in this one spot. Give it up. You will never find your wristwatch in all that sand. More tea, young man? Uh, no. Look, Professor, this is all very fascinating, but if you'll just take a look at this bone I found... And, and let... you know something? I was right. I didn't find my watch in Egypt at all. I found it in South Africa. South Africa? I shot a crocodile, and then I pulled his jaws apart and looked inside. There it was, right on my wrist. Mm. Exactly where I put it the day I left Vienna. When I think of all those years I wasted in Egypt, I... It's two o'clock already. Look, Professor, I hate to interrupt, but what about the bone? Bone? 
You found a bone in your tea? Yes. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about this bone. Here, let me unwrap it. I'll show it to you. And that's the reason Doc Gamble brought me here in the first place. So as I could show it to you. There. You see how funny it is? It's not like anything... Ah, by my grossfather's beard. Condescine. Huh? Where did you find this? In my front yard, Bob. No, 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 no. Das is impossible. Well, das is exactly what happened. You see, I was... Well, what is it anyway? This bone, young man, is over 75 million years old. What? Oh, I know you think I am a silly old man because of what I said when I answered the door. And those little stories I have been telling you, well, that's just an old man's simple amusement. Yeah? You mean you just do that for kicks? Sure, people expect the eccentric professor von Kleinmetz gives it to them. It makes me popular, brings new friends to my door. My gosh, I'll admit I'd have told plenty of people about you. But believe me when I tell you this time I am not joking. This bone you found in your yard is a caudal vertebra of a great prehistoric monster. Oh, this is big news. Science did not know these animals ever migrated to this area. Well, well, gee whiz, well, then it really is, I mean, it's really a rehistoric thing, huh? There is no doubt about it. Did you ever hear of the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Yes, uh, Fibber, Professor, not Rex. Uh, Fibber McGee is the name. I'm talking about Tyrannosaurus Rex, the king of the dinosaur family. Oh, him. Maybe it is better I explain it to you like this. Now, uh, sit here, young man, I'll tell you a little story. Okay. Uh, once upon a time, there were three ugly monsters... And their names were Brontosaurus, Stegosaurus, and Tyrannosaurus Rex. Any questions so far? No, not yet. Go ahead. Good. First was the big Brontosaurus with a long serpentine neck, small head, tiny brain, and large spoon-shaped teeth. Vegetarian? Yes. Good, good, good. How did you know? Oh, from the description. All you got to do is put a bow tie around that neck and you got my neighbor, more toops. He's the only... I'm sorry. Uh, proceed. <clears throat> Next, we have Stegosaurus. Twenty feet long, weight ten tons, with a row of armor plate the full length of his spine for protection. And the third and most murderous killer of them all was the monstrous Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wow. Is he the one this bone used to belong to? Exactly. Oh. Tyrannosaurus Rex, the king of the dinosaurs, a gigantic monster of the Cretaceous period. He carried his terrible head 18 feet above the ground. Ooh. And the news that you have found this bone here in Wistful Vista will startle the scientific world. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, thanks, Professor. Wait till I tell Molly this. <laughs> should be home by now, Mr. Wimple. Why don't you sit down and... Here he comes now, Mrs. McGee. Oh, good. My goodness, he's excited. Look at him run. I'll open the door for him. Hey, Molly, it's true. Doc Gamble was right. It's a dinosaur bone, the king of the dinosaurs. It's a great scientific discovery. We'll be famous, kiddo. That's wonderful, Mr. McGee. But would you mind putting me down? Uh, You're making me dizzy. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Wimp. I thought you... No, this is me over here by the piano, dearie. (laughs) What happened? What did Professor Kleinmetz say? He merely verified what I have suspected all along. This bone, my dear, is from the crustacean period, over 75 billion egans ago. A rehistoric monster that once immigrated here to Wistful Vista and laid down and died right out there in our backyard. I'm glad I wasn't home. Von Kleinmetz says the museum will want to see this. I should say so. In fact, he's on the phone right now talking to the boss of the museum, Dr. Mickelberger or Bickelberger or something, which reminds me. Of what? Lunch. 
All that talk about burgers has got me starving. How about fixing a stack of sandwiches for the only genuine dinosaur bone owner in Whistful Vista? And I'll tell you all about bronchosaurs and stegosaurs and tyrannosaurs. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Turn it around, shake it up, try it backwards. No matter what you do with it, it still sounds wonderful. We're talking about the Wednesday evening lineup NBC has prepared for you. Designed for every taste. There's quiz, comedy, drama, and news in the Wednesday schedule. The quiz is the exciting question and answer game, Spend a Million. The comedy is supplied by Groucho Marx, who comes your way in a show called The Best of Groucho, a delightful 30-minute collection of Grouchoisms. The drama is Theater Royal, an NBC feature that brings you the best of the English theater each Wednesday with Sir Ralph Richardson as host. And the news is supplied by two outstanding broadcasts, Heart of the News and Keys to the Capital. You'll go behind the headlines and meet the people who make the news on each of these programs. And that's it. That's the Wednesday lineup waiting for you tomorrow. Stay with NBC for the very best in radio listening. And after the Ichosaurs all got ended up by the Brachosaurs, why then the Thesauruses took over the country, see? Let's go to bed. And all during the Pleistocene area, the country was full of Thesauruses and Rhinosaurs. It's after midnight. And reptiles. And just think, this old bone here was from way back in them days, and I discovered it. Say, how would you like to see a picture of me in National Geographic? With your mouth closed. Hmm? Oh. Good night. <laughs> Good night, all. <laughs> NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble, and Joe Kearns as Professor Von Kleinmetz. This is John Wald inviting you to further adventures in paleontology tomorrow night with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Henry Cassidy takes you to the heart of the news tonight on the NBC radio network.